am, I am endeavoring to, to be disciplined in my, in my sermon prep today. I'm, I'm endeavoring to be disciplined. Grab your Bibles and turn with me to the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 is where we're going to be as we start this journey of 2022 together. Um, those of you that are watching online, you're listening on, on radio, we're so thankful that you're a part of the house today. So grateful for the opportunity. Every radio station, we pray supernatural blessings over. Amen. For allowing us to be able to come into places that, that we would not be able to reach otherwise. Uh, we're, we're in this, we're going to begin this journey. It is the theme of this house for 2022, where uh, you'll hear me use the initials PDP. We find this in, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1, which is really the theme of this. You'll see many of the people wearing shirts today that are representative of, uh, representative of it. And um, as a matter of fact, you can grab those in the foyer. Armbands are available for free. The armbands are at the welcome desk. There's, um, I mean, we did air fresheners. I, I want this in front of you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it will make, it will make more sense as the next two or three weeks leads on as how, to how important it is as it relates to how we're focused in 2022. We find this in the book of 1 Corinthians. Paul is writing to the church at Corinth, <clears throat> and he has just finished what is known as the love chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. In light of everything that he said about love, love never fails. L the way I like to say it is love always wins. All of the things that love is, a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal, but if you have not love, you, you don't have anything. These three things remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. In light of all of that that he said, he now goes into chapter 14, the initiation of chapter 14, 1 Corinthians 14, 1, and it says this, that there are three things, three actions that you and I are going to have to take, and I believe it is relevant to 2022 at Judah Church and everything that sits under the auspices of this particular ministry, that number Number one, we are to pursue love. Pursue. Number two, we are to desire spiritual gifts. I'll mess with that next week. And then number three, ab above all of those things, that you and I especially would begin to prophesy. That you and I, the action, the three action steps of this particular passage of Scripture is to pursue, to desire, and to prophesy. <clears throat> and I believe that this is a very strategic year that is very strategic on how you use your mouth. It is so important that we make sure that we align the prophecy, the things that are coming out of our mouth, with, with paralleling in unity what we're pursuing and what we're desiring. Today, I want to talk to you about being in pursuit. Next week, I'm going to talk about the desire for spiritual gifts. Uh, I'm going to try to behave. There is a difference. There are some things that I can chase after, and then there are some things that God's going to have to release. And, and so, but all of it is contingent upon my ability to prophesy in unity whatever, with what it is I am pursuing and desiring. Today, I want to preach to you subtitle of this message, simply this, in pursuit. The word pursuit is a very interesting word because it means literally to chase after in order to catch. See, I don't pursue for the sake of chasing, but I chase with the expectation that I am going to catch that thing in which I am in pursuit of, that I'm following someone, that I'm, I'm in pursuit of it to, to catch it or to attack it. I'm, I'm going after it. I have an, 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 a, a, a drawing, a, a rhythm, a, a, an assertion, a, a, a push after this. I, I'm not just doing this for the sake of doing this, but there is an intensity that is about 
about me as it relates to what it is that I believe that I am to attain. That this is not just me sitting around talking about going after it, but this is actually me going after it, going after it with my mind, going after it with my hands, going after it with my feet. You see, nobody has to wake me up every morning and motivate me for my day. I'm in pursuit. There is something that I am after in this day. There is something that I am after in my worship. There is something that I am after in my finances. There is something that I'm after in my work. And it may take me decades to get it, but I know one thing. I'm not going to stop the grind. I'm not going to stop the hustle. I'm not going to stop the pursuit. I'm chasing after it. And the reason I'm chasing after it is because sooner or later, that thing is going to slow down or I'm going to learn how to speed up. But we're going to collide with one another and it is not going to grab hold of me, but I am going to grab hold of it. Paul said it this way, that you and I are to run in a way to be able to attain the prize. I'm not out here for a jog. This is not some casual stroll for me in ministry. I'm not biding my time until retirement. No, I'm after something. There's something on the inside of me that I know I have yet to attain and to achieve. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying this morning. I'm after it. That's the reason why I can't just come in and not worship, because I haven't seen the fullness of everything he said that he's going to do in my life. And there's some things that he hasn't even said to me, but I just have this expectation on the inside of me that I haven't arrived yet, that I haven't seen the fullness of everything that he has for me. So I push a little harder, even when I'm tired. If all I've got is a quarter praise, then I'm going to give him all of my quarter praise. If, if all that I got is him is of a half take of praise, then I'm going to give him all of my half take of because I'm in the pursuit of something. And you have to be careful because what you pursue, you just may get. This is so important. What you chase after, you might just attain. This is why you have to be careful not to get focused on pursuing the wrong things. Because you may run after the wrong thing and actually get the wrong thing. There are so many times we pray and ask God to do things, and I'm so glad he doesn't do it because he sees the end of the road. Because he knows that my desire has been attached to my flesh. So he doesn't allow that thing to come into my life because he knows it will jack me up long term. So you have to be careful in what it is that you're... And many times we pursue the wrong things. We pursue the wrong relationships. We pursue money over whatever it is that God has given us by way of purpose. We pursue work promotions. We pursue certain friends. And we pursue, most of us in this culture today, we pursue whatever is easy. But the result of that is it always leaves us empty and it leaves us dry and it leaves us unfulfilled. But this is the year that you and I lock in and we aim with laser beam focus exactly at the target of what it is that we believe that God has for us and we are going to chase after it. Paul said pursue, specifically love. That word in the Greek, it, it's agape. It is unconditional love. Listen to me. There is no place you can find agape love except in him. Sooner or later, every love relationship has a condition attached to it. My wife loves me unconditionally unless I cheat on her. Come, come on. I love you uncondition unconditionally. No, no. There's some conditions. Hallelujah. And, there, and there's some conditions here. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm, this ain't Mary's conference, but I'm feeling it in this moment. And listen. There's only one place you can find unconditional love. 
and that is in Jesus. He said in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 8, that everyone who asks receives. Listen to pursuit. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open. Most of us want to receive, most of us want to find, and most of us want it open, but none of us want to pursue. But it requires my pursuit to bring myself into the right position. And he said in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 13, And if you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart, there is a pursuit that you and I must have in Jesus and for Jesus. And the only way we're going to attain certain things is if our pursuit is locked in after him. Pursue love. 1 Corinthians, he said, he said to pursue love. And this is the year that you and I are going to go on a journey of our pursuit. And listen, hear me, hear me. It must be relentless pursuit. We live through 2021 with a nevertheless. That nevertheless has now got to come into our pursuit. No matter what happens, I'm pursuing Jesus. That there is a relentless pursuit on the inside of me. That there is something that I'm going after. There is something that I'm chasing after. There is something that God has for me that I'm going to do. Whether he does everything I want him to do, whether he goes everywhere I want him to go, or he allows certain issues in my life to become moments for me to hurdle, I am not going to start tripping. I am not going to start stumbling, and I am not going to quit. I am not going to pull myself back because it doesn't make sense to me initially. No. In 2022, I am in pursuit of Jesus. I am in pursuit of whatever it, he, it is he has for me. He has for my relationships. He has for my children. He has for my finances. And yes, he has for my church. I am in pursuit. Listen to me today. I am not in pursuit of a building. I am in pursuit of Jesus. I don't care whether it's this building or the building that's coming in behind this. I'm in pursuit of Jesus. I don't care if it's this building, the building behind, or the building of another campus, or the building of an evangelistic moment, or the building for a conference. No, I am in pursuit of one thing. It doesn't matter what building I'm in. It doesn't matter where we're standing. Ultimately, I am in pursuit of Jesus. I'm in pursuit of him in my house. I'm in pursuit of him at my church. I'm in pursuit of him at my car. I'm in pursuit of him at my job. What is it that you want to do in this situation? I'm going after it, and it is relentless in my focus. When, when I think about pursuit, the Lord brought me to a text that I, I, in all these years of preaching, I've never preached this text before. We find it in the Gospel of Luke chapter 19. I have heard this story all my life. I was a church kid. To the point to where we had a song about him. This, this dude was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree for the Lord he wanted to see, and as the Savior passed that way, he looked up in the tree. My daughter said to this, and she would say it this way when we taught her, and, she would, and he would say, Zacchaeus, you come down right now, for I'm going to your house to stay, for I'm going to your house today, for I'm going to your house to stay. I've never preached this in all these years of ministry that I can recall, but I think there's a power in pursuit. And it's so simple, I don't want you to miss the revelation of what even is a Sunday school story that we teach our children at a very young age. This man, this man named Zacchaeus, he lived in the, the town, the city of Jericho, and I don't have time to mess with how Jericho got here with Joshua and, and all of these things. Walls get destroyed, but the trees remain. Sycamore trees live for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. 
Could it be that the very tree that he climbed up in was the very one that remained standing, standing when Joshua showed up to take over? The, I don't know. I, you know. It's just amazing to me what happens. But watch this. There was this man named Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus had an agenda because Zacchaeus found out that Jesus was in the city. Zacchaeus had an agenda, and he was determined in his, his pursuit of Jesus and his resolve to be able to see Jesus that he was going to do whatever it took to be able to encounter Jesus. Watch this. But the problem was Zacchaeus was small in stature. He was a wee little man. He, he was short. He, he was very small in stature. And there were so many people that were normal and bigger than him that was in front of him that because of his physical limitation and all the people standing in his way, he did not have the ability to be able to see Jesus. He knew Jesus was in the city, but he couldn't see him because of his physical limitation and the people that was in front of him. Let me say it another the way. He was missing God because of people in his own limitations. The reason he couldn't see Jesus is because all he could see was people. The reason he was missing Jesus is because all he could see was his own limitations. But watch this. He refused to allow his limitations to become his excuse for missing God. And in 2022, there's no excuses. He said, if I would seek him with my whole heart, I would find him. Listen, I'm not going to let any physical limitation, any spiritual or emotional limitation limit me from being able to pursue and see the very God that I'm chasing after in 2022. Watch this. He said... Listen, he said, nope, this time I'm going to see God, and I'm not limited, but I am resourceful. And I need you to hear me today. It's so important for you to know what it is that you can do more than what it is that you can't do. It's so important for you to know what you do have more than what you know of what you don't have. It's, this is the year to focus on what is in your life, not what's missing out of your life. Let me say it to you this way. This is the year I am in pursuit to see Jesus for who he really is in my life. This is the year. This is the year I'm going after him. This is the year I want to see him for who he really is. I don't want to see the Jesus my grandma knew, the Jesus my parents knew, the Jesus my pastor knows, the Jesus my tradition knows, the Jesus my comfort zone knows. No, this is the year I want to see Jesus for who he really is. And this is the year that I am not going to allow people to keep me from my encounters with God. I'm not, this I don't care if there's five of you. I don't care if there's 500 of you. This is the year I'm going to have my encounter with the Lord, and I'm not going to let people keep me. I don't care if I got a piano player. I don't care if I got a drummer. I don't care if I got a guitar player. I don't care if this is on the stage or not. No, this is the year I want to see the glory of the Lord. This is the year, and I'm not going to let people keep me from my encounter. I don't care what kind of attitude you got. I don't care what kind of drama you got going on. I don't care. I got to park all the way down at Comer to be able to get into the daggum church. I know one thing. I'm chasing after God, and I'm going to see him for who he is. And I'm about to help somebody. I said daggum, didn't I? Uh, I apologize. Uh, and I'm going to help some of you right here. You ready? This number three, my, other, my third affirmation is people's opinion of me are none of my business. 
Let me say it to you again. People's opinion of me is none of my business. Don't you come over here and tell me what people are saying about me. I can't give a rip. I'm in pursuit of what Jesus is doing. I'm in pursuit about what Jesus, listen, people's opinions are none of my business. And I just need you to know everybody's got an opinion about everything. And sometimes they like me, sometimes they don't. But that doesn't have any, I can't stand that preacher. Then sit down. I don't need you to stand me. I don't need you to stand me. Because I'm not standing because of you. And I'm not going to fall because of you either. Their opinion is none of my business. I tell so many ministry friends of mine, why in the world are they calling you to tell you what people are saying? Their opinion is none of your business. I am in pursuit of what it is that Jesus is trying to do. And if you don't like where I'm going, talk to the one that's leading me. Number four, those standing in my way will not make me quit in my pursuit of Jesus this year. I'm here today to tell you, those that are standing in my way, I got city officials that are fighting, I got people that are lazy, I got people that are having all kinds of drama, but they're not standing in my way of pursuit. I don't, oh good, oh God, I don't care what lockdown they decide to do, I don't care what it is that they decide to have, I am not going to allow people to get in my way of my pursuit of Jesus. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm not doing it. I don't care if it's politically correct. I don't care if they say whatever. I do not care. I made this statement when Rona first came out, and I said, if they come and they put chains on the door, I will erect a tent. And if they put me in prison, I will start a prison ministry. And if it puts me in the hospital, I'll start a chaplaincy. I'm not going to quit on what it is that God has decreed over this house. I'm in pursuit of him this year. I'm in pursuit of him, not your money. I'm in pursuit of him, not your attendance. I'm in pursuit of him, not your popularity opinion poll of whether we're better or worse than the church down the street. No, no, I'm in pursuit of Jesus this year. Watch this. And I am going to allow this year to be the year where I embrace me for exactly how God made me. Quirky, weird, ADD, ADDDDDD, ADDDDDD. Hey, I don't care. I don't care. 46 years old and still dabbing. Hallelujah. I'm going to embrace who God made me to be because he didn't make mistakes. And this is the year. I'm not even going to wait the year. Today, I break the spirit of comparison and competition off my life. I, I, can't, I can't be better than them being them, but they can't nobody beat me at being me. Do you understand? I break the spirit of comparison off my neighborhood. Are they driving this? Are they living in this? Are they getting this? They got this promotion. The devil is a lie. Let me tell you, oh, God have mercy. I feel mad in this moment. Let me tell you something. You better not let me see you this year whining and complaining about the status you have. Bless God you got a house. Bless God you got a car. Bless God you got a mother-in-law. Stop complaining about what good God have. You hear what I'm saying? This is the year. I, I break the spirit of comparison. Oh, I wish I had a man like this. No, you don't. Oh, I wish I had. No, stop breaking. I break the I wish off of your life and put in the place of pursuit for God in your life. 
Here's why, because we tell our kids this every Sunday. You are, this is the year where I understand I am who God says I am. That this is the year I am who God says I am. I am not what they say I am. I am not even what I feel about myself. No, I am who God says I am. And there is nowhere he made this statement that I am a victim. Hear me today. I am not a victim. I am not a victim. I am not a victim of my job. I am not a victim of my circumstances. I am not a victim of whatever it is that society has told me is wrong with me that keeps me held back. No, the devil is a lie. I am who God says I am, and victim is nowhere in his promises for me. And hear me today, there is not one thing lacking or missing in me that will stop my pursuit of Jesus this year. I may not be the tallest one in the room. I may not be the fittest one in the room. I may not be the one in the room that's got the most hair. But bless God, I got enough hair to go after God. I got, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I got enough height to go after God. And if God takes my legs, put me in a wheelchair, baby. And I got enough pushing my arms to go after him. I'm going to eliminate my excuses for why I didn't see him. This is the year. I'm going after Jesus. And I will not stop in my pursuit. Caleb is old, crusty old, dusty old. And he said, I, I'm old now, but I'm as strong now as I've ever been. Sarah laughed because the Bible says in the King James that she had waxed old. Now, y'all, I don't know what, I know what an old woman looks like. I don't know what a waxed old woman looks like. But the Bible says she had waxed old. Now, I don't know if it was waxed old. Okay, never mind. Let me leave that alone. I don't know what waxed old is. Hallelujah, because we ain't got there yet. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to find out what waxed old is. Hallelujah, together. Unless you kill me first. Amen. But we're going to find out. She had waxed old, but even in her waxed old stage, she still had enough living in her womb to bring forth promises. This is the year that there is not one thing lacking. There is not one. Hear me today, every single person, you don't need somebody other than Jesus to do whatever it is that Jesus is wanting to do. Look at what he did in verse 4. So he ran ahead. Mm. So he, he was limited because of his stature, his own physical limitations, put people in front of him for him to be able to see Jesus clearly. So he ran ahead. Could it be that the crowd in front of you is the indicator you're not supposed to be here? So he ran ahead, and I love this, and he climbed up in the sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. Listen, we, he, he had to get above the people in order to see Jesus clearly. And I need to tell you this, that it's time for you to give above, get above them even if you can't get beyond them. You, you may not be able to get beyond who your mama is. You may not be able to get beyond who your daddy is. You, you may, but listen, you may not be able to get beyond it, but that does not mean you can't get above it. And this is the year. <laughs> this is, he, oh, Jesus. Zacchaeus was too short to see, but he was not too short to climb. 
I need you to hear me today. He was too short to see, but he was not too short to run. He was too short to see, but he was not too short to climb. You say, Pastor, how am I going to give up, get above these people in my life that are hindering me? Listen, how you do it is this is the year it's time for you to climb the tree. It's time for you to climb the tree and get above the people. How am I going to get above them? It's time for you to get up in the tree. How are you going to do it? This is the year I'm getting up in a tree. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Are you catching the metaphor that I'm saying here today? It's time for you to get up on the cross. It's time for you to get up in the tree. It's time for you not to sit there and hang out around the tree or show up around the tree or put a little swing set in the tree. No, this is the year that you and I, if we're going to make it and see Jesus, we're going to have to climb in the tree. But hear me today, you will never climb the tree if you're not committed to cling to it first. If you won't cling to that tree, you'll never be able to climb that tree. But in order for me to be able to elevate beyond the people that are in my life, elevate above their opinions, above their things, beyond my own physical limitations, I'm going to have to cling to this tree. I'm going to have to forget those things which are behind and press up on up towards the mark for the prize of the high call. This is the year where I'm going to have to cling to this tree so that I can elevate in this tree and I can climb this tree. This is why Paul said you and I are crucified with you can't be crucified laying down on the ground. No, this is the time for you and I to climb up on the tree to get a perspective that we've never had before. Because watch this, if it wasn't for the tree, he never would have saw Jesus. Oh, I could preach, I could preach Easter sermons right here. If it wasn't for the tree, you never would have saw Jesus. But the fact that they hung him high. And they stretched him wide. And he bowed his head. And for me, he died. I was able to see love in a way that I had never seen. And listen, if, he, if I was able to see love because of him climbing the tree, isn't it going to be my desire for him to see love that I have for him when I crucified with Christ? And nevertheless, not I, but he who lives within me. And he says, when Jesus looked up, he came to the place. Oh, he came to the place, and he looked up, and he saw Jesus. He saw Zacchaeus, and he said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must, I have made, to come down, I must stay at your house. And so he made haste, and he came down, and he received him joyfully. Watch this. Not only did him climbing the tree help him see Jesus, but him climbing the tree helped Jesus see him. And maybe God isn't looking at us the way he wants to look at us because he can't see the sacrifice in us we're willing to make. He wants to look at us clearly, but we're not really willing to be crucified so he can see us. We want to be seen by God and keep our sin too. We want to, be, we want to die for Christ but still live. But the tree made a way for them to see each other. But it's not just about the tree, guys. Because if I don't get down with him, I'll miss my encounter with him. Jesus said, make haste. And so Zacchaeus' response was, make it haste. I want Jesus to know that this year I'm down with Jesus. Yes. 
This is the year I'm down with Jesus. And if you don't like Jesus, you're not going to like me. And if you don't invite Jesus, you're probably not going to invite me. And if you don't want Jesus at the Thanksgiving dinner in 2022, then you probably don't want me at the Thanksgiving dinner in 2022, because I have nothing to give save Christ and Him crucified. I, this is the year I'm down with Jesus. I'm not down with the Republicans. I'm not down with the Democrats. I'm not down with the Independents. Uh, I'm not, mm, oh, here we go. I'm not down with the vaccinated. I'm not down with the unvaccinated. Oh, God have mercy, Jesus. I'm not down with white people. I'm not down with black people. I'm not down with country people. I'm not down with city people. I, this is the year I'm down with Jesus. And wherever Jesus goes, that's where I want to be. And wherever Jesus is welcome, then I must be welcome there too. I'm not down with anybody. Listen, if you want to know where I stand, I'm standing with Jesus. And whatever he stands for, I'm going to stand for. And wherever he's dismissed, I'm going to be dismissed. This is the year that I've decided... If you don't like him, then you probably ain't going to like me. Because this is the year I'm down with the G-O-D. Not the D-O-double-G. Never mind. Okay. Watch this. Zacchaeus got down and received him. Look at the text. Oh, he received him joy. I can't believe I've never preached Zacchaeus. He received him joyfully. That there was a joy, uh, there was a full joy that came to Zacchaeus when he received Jesus into his life. He received him joyfully. And I don't know how you feel, but this is the year I'm climbing the tree in my pursuit of Jesus. I just want you to know today, I make this declaration, this is the year that I am climbing the tree in, in pursuit of Jesus, and I decree and declare that this is the year I'm getting above issues that keep boxing me in and keeping me from focusing on what Jesus is doing in my life. This is the year. I decree that this is the year that I see Jesus moving in my life. This is the year that I hear Jesus speaking about my situations, that this is going to be the year that I'm so in pursuit of him that I see him moving and I hear him speaking. And I declare, oh God have mercy. And I believe that this is the year that I'm only going to hurry at his command. You're not going to rush me. That building is not going to rush me. I'm not going to get worked up. I'm not going to try to press and force all these other things that happen. I'm not going to try to make it. I'm only hurrying if Jesus says make haste. He said, can you go back to that verse, that last verse? He said, make haste come down, watch this, because I must, I must stay at church. I must stay only in the 8.30, the 10, and the 11.30 services. No, 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 no. This encounter is an encounter around the tree because the, uh, the goal is to get where I can dwell at your house. I must stay. I didn't come to visit. I came to stay at your house. I didn't come to eat and get a little snack and then move on. I came to stay at your house. And this is the year, I decree, that Jesus is coming to my house and he is residing. He's going to stay, I, he, oh, okay, you, you ready? I'm not going to ask Jesus to be excused so I can watch that show. This is the year. I'm not asking Jesus to be excused so my wife and I can really have a conversation. Amen. 
This is the year where I'm going to let him come to the table and whatever's being discussed, as long as he's at the table, everything's going to be all right. This is, uh, this is the year that I'm not going to ask him to excuse himself so that I can live in my sin and not feel bad and turn all the lights off in the dark. But this is the year when it's time for him to go to bed, it's time for me to go to bed. It's time for him to turn the channel, it's time for me to turn it. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. This is the year that he's coming to my house to stay. And today, I just received, lift your hands all over this room. Today, I received the full measure of joy that comes with having Jesus with me. Today, I thank you that I'm receiving the full measure of the joy that is coming into my life because Jesus has come into my house to stay this year. Somebody give him the praise of the day. Thank you for joy unspeakable. Oh, let me run to the end. And, here he said. and all of a sudden, Jesus said, I'm coming to your house to stay. And immediately, the Bible says, the people began to complain. Everybody who didn't get to have this encounter with Jesus at their house is upset about it. And watch this. The moment he gets in the presence of Jesus is the moment the haters start talking. The indicator that God is really moving is when haters start really talking. That doesn't mean you need to shift. That means you need to praise. And immediately, look at the text. He starts to justify. He hears their hate, and he feels like he needs to justify why Jesus showed up. Well, I've done this, and if something happened, then I would try to make it back fourfold. And we, you know, I, uh, listen, their opinions and your justifications are not needed when you are in his presence. Hear me. When you get in the glory of the Lord, you don't have to justify because if you needed justification, you wouldn't have been in the glory of the Lord. Because it doesn't matter what they're saying and it doesn't matter what you're thinking. But in 2022, all I care about is what he's saying. This is the year I'm not focused on their opinion, and I'm not focused on what I think about the situation. No, this is the year that I am going to focus on what Jesus is saying about my situation. And look at what he said. Come on, Chris. Look at what he said in verse number nine. Jesus said to him, today, salvation has come to your house. Oh, for every prodigal, you ought to give him praise for today. Salvation has come to your house. For every person that's ever lost anybody, for every person that has come under the sound of my voice today that are looking for God to bring salvation into situations, he has decreed and he has declared that in 2022, today, the salvation has shown up because of covenant relationships. The reason why covenant promises are revealed is because covenant relationships have been established and Jesus is decreeing that today, your lost loved one, salvation is coming into if you've got a lost loved one that you've been praying and believing God for, you ought to give him praise now because salvation. So watch this. Let's go to here comes the glory of the Lord. Look at verse 10. Because the Son of Man came to seek Wait a minute. Don't rush. I'm in pursuit. 
But the text says Jesus is too. <laughs> oh, man, I cannot believe I've never preached Zacchaeus before. Not only is Zacchaeus in pursuit of Jesus, but we find out the reason why Jesus is coming to his house is because Jesus is in pursuit too. Look at the next word. That which was lost. Hold on. I would have thought he would have said, I came to seek and save who is lost. But he didn't say, I didn't come. I came to seek and save who? I came to seek and save. Well, the difference between a who and a that, a who is a person, but a that is not limited to just a person. This, okay, this whole conversation has been about getting in his house so that he can find something in the house that has been lost. Okay. There is a difference between something being left and something being lost. Uh, let me say it this way. When you have a prodigal under your house, not physically, but they're in the lineage and the line and the tribe of the Walters family, you're in my house. You may not be living in my home, but you're still under the confines of the umbrella of my house. I came to your house, Zacchaeus, because I came to seek and to save that that's still in your house, though it may not be in your home. Oh, God, okay. Zacchaeus was in pursuit of Jesus, but Jesus was in pursuit of something that was lost in his house. Joshua, come here. Uh, okay, you didn't get it. So, stay, stay right there. I want you. When I started this sermon, I had my towel. I had my towel, and somewhere in the middle of this message, I just kind of put my towel somewhere. Hold on, hold on. It's my towel. I lost it. Joshua, will you seek and save my towel? Hold, hold on. I'm in pursuit of Joshua. Joshua is in pursuit of the towel. Most of us want to go get the towel. But I don't, and when we go looking for lost things, we get frustrated. We get irritated. We start blaming everybody else. Okay? We freak out, and then we blame others. 
to change my pursuit. If I will pursue Joshua, Joshua has come to the stage to find the tower. What? Find the tower, Joshua. Hope. I never stopped pursuing him. He never stopped pursuing it. Joshua found the tower, but it hasn't changed my pursuit. And when I finally catch up to Joshua, I finally catch up to what I lost. You, you didn't hear what I said. If I will stay focused on pursuing Jesus, I don't have to pursue what's been lost. I'm going to stay focused on Jesus. Jesus is going after what's lost. I'm going after Jesus. And if Jesus ever finds what's lost, and I find Jesus, I find what's... Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. The key is that I don't stop pursuing Jesus. And while he's pursuing the lost, I pursue him. And when he finds the lost, I get to find it too when I find him. This is the year, I decree and I declare, that salvation is coming to my entire house. Every single thing that has been lost is about to be found in my house. Uh, everything physically, everything relationally is about to come into restoration. I prophesy today, I decree no breakdowns this year. I decree no losses this year. I say not one goes missing from Jesus this year in Jesus' name. And this is the year that I decree I will be focused on what God is saving, not perceiving what's missing in my life. And because Jesus is in pursuit of it, I will not lose my pursuit of him. Watch this. Stand with me all over the room. And I decree and I declare uh, that, Lord, you will save every lost thing in my life this year. For the Holy Ghost. You're going to save the joy I lost this year. You're going to save the peace I lost this year. You're going to save the time I lost this year. You're going to save the mental stability I lost this year. You're going to save the rest I lost this year. You're going to save the confidence I lost this year. You're going to save the peace of my heart I lost this year. You're going to save the gentleness I lost this year. You're going to save the patience I lost this year. You're going to save the purity I lost this year. You're going to save the integrity I lost this year. You're going to save the trust I lost this year. You're going to save the health I lost this year. You're going to save the security I lost this year. You're going to save the intimacy with you I lost this year. You ready? And you are going to save the prodigal that is lost this year. Somebody give God glory. This is the year. This is the year. This is the year. Somebody lost their joy. It's about to be found by Jesus this year. Somebody lost some love. You're about to find, oh God, Jesus is about to find that. There's been some broken pieces gone missing this year. There's been some puzzle pieces missing this 
this year. And Jesus has come to your house to find the missing piece. And I thank you, Lord, that it may be lost from my sight, but it has not been lost from your grip. Today, I praise you. I praise you today that every prodigal is still within reach. I thank you that every prodigal is still within your reach. Somebody all over this room, give God glory for the thing that's been lost that he's about to find in your house today. Here comes the glory of the Lord. Somebody worship him right here. Come on, here comes. for a second. Join me, praise team band. For the next three minutes, I just want you to lift up your voice in pursuit of God. Come on, we're going to create atmosphere. There is nothing we need except pursuit of you, God. Today, God, we thank you by faith. Every joy we lost is coming back. Every peace we lost is being found. Everything we lost, God, is being restored. You've come to our house to seek and to save that which is lost. Today, God, we joyfully remove ourselves from the pursuit of it, and we focus our heart in pursuit of you. Lord, we're after you. We're chasing after you. 
Come on, lift your voices all over this room. Right there where you're watching this morning, lift your voices all over. Fill this room, fill that room with worship. This is our first day of our sacred assembly, God. We're in pursuit. We're in pursuit. We're only going to be down with you this year, God. You are our desire. You are our desire. We're not giving you just our gifts. We're not just giving you our lip service. Lord, here's our life. We are in pursuit of you. You are what we long for. You are our heart's desire. Oh, God. Oh, God, today. Today we climb the cross. <laughs> we climb the tree today. We climb the tree today, God. We'll sacrifice. We'll do what we need to do. Nevertheless, not us. But you live within us. We're crucified with you, God. We're crucified today. We climb the tree. We stop wiggling today. We stop trying to live today in our flesh. We die to ourselves, Lord. We're in pursuit. We're in pursuit. We're in pursuit. We're in pursuit. We long for you. We long for you, oh God. We long for you, oh God. We long for you, oh God. Jesus, we love you, Jesus. 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 We 